Welcome to the Miss Mayo Podcast. It's Sean, your regular host. I want to personally thank you for your support. Huge favor to ask. Leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Your feedback is literally our oxygen. Shout out to the loyal listeners. We want to continue to support you. And so if you go to MissManual.com and make a purchase of $40 or more, uh, use the discount code LOYALISTENER at checkout, you'll receive 15% off off that $40 or more purchase. And so we want to let you know simply your transactions will help further the development of the Miss Manual movement, enhance this Miss Manual podcast experience, because in 2019 and years to come, we want Miss Manual to be a household name. We want people to know the female's perspective. And so it is a group effort and we want to show our appreciation. We want to continue to create things that represent the female's perspective in the automotive, motorsport, in blue collar industries. And so you guys enjoy the show and till next time. I would say I am tenacious. I am <laughs> hardworking and I like a challenge and I love lifting heavy objects. <laughs> so, yeah. Have you ever seen Tenacious D? No, I actually haven't. It was one of those movies, like, I was kind of out of touch with uh, some of the cool movies growing up as a child because I was homeschooled. So it's like, I hear about a lot of, like, I just saw Austin Powers for the first time, like, a couple hey. months ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. You, honestly, like, like now that I think about it, like, I, I've seen movies, like, there's pros and cons to every scenario to kind of touch on that. Like, for me, like, I'll have to, like, search because I've seen a lot of movies, but, like, now you've literally got, like, time in your life where you could like bend stuff that people have seen 30 times. Like you get to live that now in this part of your life, you do it now. So it's, it, it's a pro now that I think about it, to talking to somebody that like watches a lot of movies or not, I don't necessarily watch, but just up to date. Like, it's kind of like, Oh, okay. I don't want to watch that again. But now you got variety. You're like, okay, like what am I going to watch? Unbiased as hell. Hell oh. yeah. <laughs> for sure. Lots of options. Yes. Now I have a question for you. We got to show love. How did you enjoy the episode? Um, being a being a a master tech uh, in the making. How did you How did you enjoy the episode with uh, the original CCJ Serena? Because that was originally where I was like, "Yo, we should have you on." And I saw you doing a YouTube video, so on and so forth. Like, is there anything that resonated with you? Uh, what you talked about, or anything you liked about the episode? One thing that I really resonated with was how she just never gave up how she faced criticisms or people that just did not want to believe in her and how she was just like you know what I'm just gonna do me and I'm gonna go find a shop that will respect me and give me the opportunities I want because it's kind of similar to the situation that I had and I was like hell yeah girl screw that you know don't give up just keep keep it trucking find your place you know yeah I love it yeah I feel like you two would get become really good friends because you say your tenacious not like just super true, super true to yourself, and you know you're not gonna like bend for anybody. Like this is who I am. Like take her or leave it. Like that's that's what I'm vibing from you, and that's definitely Serena. If she listens to this, she definitely knows. You know, she obviously she knows she knows herself, but like that's the vibe that she gives off, uh, and that's what she did to get to where she is. So okay. um, that's awesome. Where are you located? You said uh, Indiana. Yep, I'm in Indiana, uh, Fort Wayne area. So. 
Ah, so you're right next to my sister. She's in Fort. She's living in Fort Wayne. She's she's uh in seventh grade. That's awesome. I'm gonna be like, yo, oh, <laughs> yeah. small world. Yeah. yeah, super small world. Um, yeah. How'd you how'd you start your journey, and what 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 brought you into the automotive light? Like, is anybody that introduced you to you know getting into cars, or you know somebody was like, hey, uh, Kirsten, come check out this, and then you you like kind of fell in love with the concept. Like, where'd your journey start as far as in this whole automotive thing, blue car thing? Well, honestly, I never saw myself necessarily working like hands-on. Um, I had a lot of dreams of what I wanted to do when I was in high school, but I never knew. Uh, I went to a private school for high school. And so I, my parents and everyone kind of pushed me towards college and doing stuff of that nature. And I never really found something that I truly had a passion for, like I had ideas, but I never found anything for certain. And then some certain things financially happened and uh, ended up going to a public school. And due to how my credits transferred, I had a lot of extra time on my hands. And that was about the time that I was learning to drive. And so my dad taught me how to change my own spare tire. That way I wouldn't have to rely on creeps on the side of the road if I ever got a flat. And so I was like, okay, I like, you know, having the knowledge and the control over my vehicle, you know, being able to say like, no, no, I, I can do this myself, you know? And, uh, so that kind of got that interest peaked. But then one of the guy friends that I had in high school mentioned that he was going to a career center in Fort Wayne called Anthus. And so with my extra time in my senior year, I didn't even go into that. I actually went in with one of my friends to early childhood education and I totally hated it because he talked to us like we were two-year-olds. And I was like, mm, I hate this. And then I decided, screw this. I'm just going to go to automotive. So this is when, and it was like the judgment started from that day. Cause it was like, I went in, I told the lady that was in charge of coursework, like, Hey, you know, I want to go to automotive. And she looks at me and she goes, like, looks me up and down with that just blatant judgment and was like, I don't think you should be dressed like that if you go into automotive because I was like I was just wearing like just some regular boots like they weren't like work boots but they were just like it was more fashionable boots or whatever and I was like oh I, I think they'll be fine this is day one it's fine you know mm-hmm. and then I got in there and I just learned that I really love to just work with my hands and the more I got into it the more it fascinated me because I always liked how learning how things worked and the why and all that behind things so that's really what kind of got my interest peaked. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm loving the vibe right now. Like I said, it's, it's cool that, that uh, you know, taught you that. And I, I, I'm really glad you said that because this is why this is such a refresher. Like, I'm just, I'm a dude that just, I'm like behind the scenes. Like, I don't really care. Like, obviously, like, it's cool to be like responsible and a part of this, but like, this is for you, for you ladies. And that's a perfect example of what we would need to like broadcast. Like, it's, like him taking the taking the time and showing you how to change the tire. Like if you like to be a gearhead or you know, oh, I'm gonna work on cars, but like just the know how is like super important. Like we don't live in an age where the roles are super strict. Like I'm a guy in nineteen fifties, um, you know, you're you're a gal and you, it was very strict on how things work. But now like if you need to learn how to change your tire, like no one, there's no, there's no book written to say, okay, Kirsten has the wait for, you know, uh, I don't know, AAA to come or, you know, a guy, somebody to do it for you. Like if you, if you have the ability to learn or if you, if you have the ability to know how, then, you know, you should, you should go ahead and take that opportunity versus, you know, waiting for life to kind of happen for you versus, you know, making it happen. Exactly. Uh, 
exactly. Not waiting, not waiting for stuff to happen to you, just kind of taking care of your the stuff for yourself. Like I'm one of those people where I'm just like, I almost like my energy gets ahead of me, but it's like I once I have my mind on something I want to do, it's like, I almost don't even think it through necessarily right away. I just like go, I just do. And I'm like, oh, like I've, I've learned to like try to take a step back. But like, that's one thing I enjoyed rather than just having to sit around and twiddle my thumbs and wait for people to do it for me. I can just do it myself. Right. Did you just jump in? Did you just jump into deadlifting? That, that, that 240? How was that? Oh man. Okay. So <laughs> I just, I love working out and like I was in, uh, sports my entire high school and I went through some stuff earlier in my 20s or like late teens early 20s and it got me out of working out and stuff and so this past year I got out of that and I've kind of been finding myself and I got back into weightlifting and I found that I really liked like specifically lifting weights and doing that and focusing on hit and then of course, with that comes bigger compound movements. And I just fell in love with deadlifts and the whole idea of just like that power and that strength and just trying to lift as much weight as possible. So like when I hit that 240, actually 250 was the highest. And I got that a little bit ago. But as my friend says, if there's no video, there's no proof. So um, It's like, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's- yeah, that's awesome. I'm a, I'm a big deadlifter. So like I saw that video, like, I, I, you know, I like working out myself and, you know, just, oh, I've been like trying to, my goal is to like hit like 500. I just hit like, I just hit like 405 for the first time. Like I just, I haven't necessarily done like the fundamental compounds mm-hmm. recently and I just moved. So I saw that. I was like, hell yeah. Like that right there just bleeds into everything. Like how you, like how you do one thing is how you do everything. And I kind of relate this because technically, you know, this is automotive, but realistically, this is just about like, you know, sharing your perspectives and like how you do things. Because everything at the end of the day bleeds into one thing or another. Like if you're a very, I don't know, straightforward person or I don't know, going back to what you said, you said you like to kind of jump into things. Like if you kind of like to you know, start fast when you work out, you want to start mm-hmm. fast learning how to do something at work. And that might, that right there could be a pro and a con depending on how you look at it. It can help you being a fast starter versus, you know, not speaking up for yourself. Cause at the end of the day, again, this is all I, what I see is not a lot of confidence in the, in females uh, in the industry or online that, you know, that might look up to someone like yourself or whatever. And I want to like create that. And with, you know, not through me, but again, sharing your perspectives on, you know, okay, cool. She deadlifts. So I might, have, I might just start deadlifting on the weekend when I'm not like, I don't know, in my master tech class or whatever, because it might help me be more assertive. Like everything's, this, it, it all narrows down to the same thing. So that's why I'm like just touching on details and everything, because it, it could help even the little, the smallest things you wouldn't even think about. Oh, for sure. Because like, you know, everything in your life, you kind of have to, if like the past year, like I said, past year, two years, I've been like trying to do a lot of, got out of a bad point in my life and trying to do like, self-improvement all that kind of stuff and it's like you really need to practice all those facets in every aspect of your life to truly embody that and to truly have like at least for me to try and have that inner peace you know like kind of on the topic of confidence like you said I was listening to the Mopar Maisie podcast that you had and you were talking with her about confidence and how some girls are just born with confidence. Some people are just born with confidence and then some go through something and it gives them confidence. 
like mm-hmm. my con- like all right perfect example right so we were watching the water boy my boyfriend and i the other night and in <laughs> part of it uh he's trying to get bobby boucher right to tackle right and he's trying to get him to engage that inner fire within himself and he's like this is going to be your tackle and fuel you know your tackle fuel. <laughs> so it's like for me my confidence comes from the shit that I've been through and the kind of stuff my whole life I've been fighting and the fact that like when I'm met with challenges I'm almost like I'm almost more like defensive than I am like to get shy so it's like the more that I went through the more assertive I became and the harder it made me and so it's like when I was younger and like when I first came out of homeschooling and went into public school I was such a softy man I was just trying to make friends and live my life and then I got bullied and I didn't know what to do and then it's like you know then I kind of you know you start getting into stuff and you kind of build that confidence and that assertiveness through time but you know yeah that's important because again a lot of people growing up with the internet and there's a lot of people that and again I like to say I made an episode recently um just just me talking and I said that the title of it is a little less what does it say I'm gonna, I'm gonna read it right verbatim on my other phone it says exactly. Boo, 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 boo. It's, what does it say? It says a little less perfection. Uh, and what does it say? It says Jesus phone. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, here it says it says less perfection and a little more authenticity. So, Miss Manual. Uh, it's grown like this is our 11th month as far as uh being existing um like we started the first the day miss manual was born is 11 april 13th and then the first miss manual podcast was uh may 17th and of 2018 and so it's definitely grown in over the 11 months of of kind of figuring out like okay cool it's cool ladies that drive manual that's awesome but it's grown to be something bigger than that and so what I've come to find out because I'm always asking people to send a content in or, you know, Hey, like show us your process. A lot of people don't show their process, especially females. They don't show their process. They like, it's all, don't get me wrong. Disclaimer. I love like being a guy, perfect photo. Awesome. You look gorgeous, whatever. Or, Hey, you finished that turbo that you installed or you finished that clutch kit, whatever, but show the process of you going through your ups and downs because we front, like, it's crazy. We front, like, like we're like we're all good but at the same time we're not as far as up up and up and down days like you have your up and down days i have my up and down days like and a lot of people feel alone because they feel like everybody's got to figure it out but then again we're like tricking ourselves like what like oh what kirsten (laughs) had a bad day right or gabby had a bad day yeah we have bad days and this is why I'm, i'm so excited to always have and you know, uh, do this podcast and have people like yourself on or just encourage people to go out of their comfort zone because it's very deceiving there's literally going to be five ten twelve year olds growing up uh that watch miss manual and the people that we feature and that's just us as an example that's just again use something outside of it like a kylie jenner or whatever where they are deemed perfect when the reality is that that's not perfect they're not always happy and people are, are going to be chasing something that doesn't exist and so that is exactly what I don't know exactly what I was saying, but that's why this is so important as far as um, just sharing who you are as a person, um, going the extra mile, getting out of your comfort zone, and you know, talking about your you know downfalls, 
uh, not only not to dwell on it, but more so use it to kind of, like you said, like the water boy, like he would, he would like get rage. Um, I forgot exactly what you've seen it recently more than I did, but like there was things that set him off where he would like, he would be triggered to tackle somebody. I forgot exactly what it was, but like we got to use our pain as like our power and, you know, most importantly, let people know that it exists. And so I saw your YouTube video and I was like, hell yeah, I'm reaching out. It's confirmed. I looked at your page and then I looked at your YouTube and I'm like, okay, cool. Like another person that we can add to the arsenal as far as with YouTube channels. There's a lot more females coming out with YouTube channels. And I'm like, that is so cool that there's females that are sharing their journey. And that's what needs to like be like forecasted in order to like see that big change. Cause I feel so much like depression as far as that I see and I talk to and it's like this is like what's gonna fight it and having people on like yourself but I'm done I'm I'm not talking (laughs) you're good but I really like that you brought that up because like like for me in real life right I work on cars so majority of the time I won't always put on makeup and it's not because you know I necessarily not don't want to specifically but just because like for me and with that kind of stuff I just want that to come from I never want to do makeup or make myself beautiful for anyone but myself and that I own that. And it's for me. I don't ever like, I don't pimp myself out to look cute for whatever, which, you know, no judgment to no one else, but that's, you know, for me. (laughs) And it's like, okay, perfect example. Like I was just editing one of like my second YouTube video that I'll hopefully get edited by the end of the night, (laughs) but I shot it at the end of the day. after go-kart racing (laughs) yes after go-kart racing yeah oh my gosh i can't wait she's going down tonight (laughs) but it's like i didn't have any like i barely had any makeup on and i was like "Ooh, should i like i had that thought of like you're supposed to put your best foot forward you know you gotta even though like i'm doing it because i just want girls out there you know to not feel alone and to understand like if you're trying to make it in this industry sometimes you're gonna have these kinds of moments and I just realized, you know, this is me. I just got to give them the raw me. And sometimes I don't wear makeup. So it is what it is. You know, I don't need to have that perfect, you know, look unless I felt like doing it. And that night I didn't feel like doing it. So I was like, you know what, screw it. This is me. This is what I'm going to be. And we're just going to let it roll, you know. And I actually plan on making a video talking about some of my fuck ups, (laughs) to be real. Because like. Dude, I love you for that. Honestly, literally being human like people hold that in like that they're the only ones with the l like i got l's you got l's freaking i don't like everybody's got an l but like don't front like you don't or like like that's the thing like people that's 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 exactly it i just said like social media there's mm-hmm. literally a i could tell i could have like say i had a daughter i don't i don't have any kids but i have a daughter she's two mm-hmm. she's two years old and then i tell her two plus two is a hundred all the way until she goes into actual preschool. She's going to believe two plus two is a hundred. And then she, she can't wait till the teacher asks two plus two. Mm-hmm. And be like, what are you doing? But she's going to have the firm belief of that. And that's what I mean with social. Like you don't have to like, Oh, I don't have, I can post what I want. You can post what you want. However, you got to have some type of consciousness of there's literally like people watching you with social media like growing up in it, like I grew up when social media just came on the block, like MadSpace was like just coming on the scene and like I was still going out, like I still go outside, but like it's different now. But like people are growing up with it and people are literally 
they don't know that difference. And you doing that, oh my god, like that's you're human. Like you're you're showing the the true authentic self that we all really want to show, but a lot of people are scared to do it because they're like, oh, people are gonna judge me. Like people are gonna judge you anyway. Let alone a lot more. They're going to resonate with you more than they're going to judge you. Like, a lot more resonate and, like, damn, that's, that's what I went through versus judge you. But I don't know. Sorry. No, <laughs> I just – I love it. Well, good. I'm <laughs> I'm glad because, like, that's – you know, that's that's the whole point. And I was, like, thinking to myself, I'm, like, if I'm doing this for the purpose to encourage young women to get in this industry, I got to be as real as possible. You know, I got to give them everything because I don't want to, you know, tell somebody, oh, it's, you know, all butterflies and rainbows and it's perfect. And then they get in there and they're like, what the fuck? This is nothing like what you say, you know, <laughs> it's like, I just want to be real so that people can get in this industry that actually want to be in it and to try and help that girl out there. That's like, oh my God. Like I remember when I first started out with this apprenticeship program that I just finished a, like a few months ago, I remember one of the guys that I was close with, he came up to me and he's like, Hey, you know, I'm just telling you this. He's like, cause I love you. And I want you to do great. You know, he's like, you're the underdog and I love underdogs. He's like, but to be real, he's like, you're the only girl in this dealership that's gotten as far as you have. So they expect a lot out of you. He's like, so if you feel like they're being harder on you or they're expecting more out of you, he's like, just take it, view it as a challenge and go for it. And I was like, hell yeah. You know, because like, even though they might be expecting a lot out of me, I'm still going to try my best and know that I'm human and I don't have to be perfect, but you know, when they're expecting that out of me, they're just expecting to see the best that I can do. And so I've always tried to be like, you know, I'll put my best foot forward. I'll do this. I'll do that. And if I make a mistake, I do. And I own it and I'll let them know like, Hey, I messed up. And they have a lot of respect for that versus if you're one of the people that you're so scared to mess up that you hide it from them and you think, Oh, they won't notice or something like that. So it's like, you know, even when you're under pressure like that, you just got to try and remain true to yourself and just focus on the quality and working hard and doing the best you can. Because at the end of the day, everyone makes mistakes. You know, like the one thing that made me feel better was I was talking with the master technician that was training me at the time. And I was just asking him like, how, like what kind of mistakes other people had made, like, just so I knew kind of like a, not that I was comparing myself to others, but almost like a gauge to know how well I was doing because like you know just so I could know do I need to improve on this or that and so like he told me about how some of these people were bending valves or scraping up fenders with their air ratchets because as soon as that bolt catches the ratchet keeps moving so it'll torque you you know and so like some guy had it and he had the hose resting on the fender and when it caught it just drugged that metal part on the hose across the fender and like huge scratch in the paint you know like and it just, it made me feel better because it was like these people that now in my time are like master technicians and they have all this great respect behind them. But back in the day when they first started, they made mistakes too. And it's like just that kind of comforting feeling that we all start as beginners. All masters were once beginners that knew nothing. You know, like I did jujitsu for a little bit. I had to stop because of money, but I did jujitsu for a little bit. And it was like one thing that when you're a white belt, they teach you like every black belt was once a white belt. So it's just giving yourself that grace to know that in the beginning, you're going to make mistakes. And in the beginning, you're not going to be perfect and giving yourself that grace to just keep carrying on and doing better. So for that's sure. awesome. I'm so glad I brought you on because that's, that's what I need. That's what we need. I'm telling you, like, it's, it's like, it's super simplistic, but in the age of like 
this fabricated Instagram, which it has its, it has its pros. Obviously, I'm using it. We're using it, and as far as Miss Manual to use it in a very pro, you know, uh, mentality. But it also has a lot of cons, and we need to kind of give it that balance because in reality, there's no hundred percent. There's no right or wrong. You never like people like the news. People say the world's bad when in reality the world's good. But like, it's it, we need to have a balance. There'll always be people that are trolling. There'll always be people you know, that are, uh, you know, getting, I don't know, being somebody that they're not, but like, if we can just give it a balance of, you know, we've got, you've got some very self-conscious uh, individuals growing up, very, mm-hmm. you know, self-confident in themselves, have, you know, they're aware, they're conscious, and they, they understand what we're talking about, like, then that's, that's enough versus everybody. It's not like, oh, we're going to make every single person woke, or every single person, like, respect female's perspective like respect if you don't even want to listen like i don't respect like as long as like we don't need everybody it's just a, a small group of people that can like make the difference but you're definitely one of those people i'm so i'm glad you came on because like it's it's needed like amplifying you and your voice is going to travel and it's definitely going to resonate because it's like or at least help because some people that need to help and that's why i'm always like reaching out because it's not about one person it's not about one thing it's about you know it's it's about the cause. It's about, you know, kind of move, have, making a, a movement or making a big move as a whole. So thank you again for taking the time to jump on. Yeah, no <sighs> Well, yeah, this is this. I'm, I'm pretty hyped. I just hiked, like I said, uh, and I was telling you and I was pretty tired before I got on here. But you got me hyped up. Charged yeah. up. Good. <laughs> exactly. This is this is what this is what's needed. This is what the culture, and it's something to look forward to. Like I said, there's gonna be so many people that listen to this. Not like now, there's few. Like every each episode has a few hundred listens. Uh, however, years and years to come, I always like to go long term to kind of you know keep keep motivation. Like there's gonna be so many people that are listening to this because this is all over. It's going this is on Spotify, iTunes, so on and so forth. And then we got so many plans for Miss Manual. We like we plan on like starting a YouTube series documenting and the process and like having like garage talk with all the ladies and stuff, but it's going to reach a lot of people. So, you know, you should definitely, uh, have you ever, do you, do you uh, read anything or do you like, you know, do you like go to anything for like motivation or like clarity or some, like some voice or YouTube video, or it's just kind of like just through life experiences as far as like what you like gather. Um, I think I can say that I've been pretty fortunate to have a lot of internal motivation most of my life. Um, but when, you know, I'm human and there are times where I burn myself out or I make a big mistake. And like, even though I like to say, Oh, give yourself the grace to carry on. Like there's still that split second where I'm like, God damn it. You know, like, I'm like, you fucking moron. You know, I have that moment where I'm like, you idiot, Jesus, you know? And then I like have to calm down and be like, ah, it's okay. It's okay. You know? And so I just, Okay, so it's like this weird thought, but when I'm in the, like, when I'm so overwhelmed and I just, I'm at, like, my, the end of my rope, a weird thought that has always comforted me and given me that little bit of peace to, like, continue doing what I got to do is just remembering, like, we're just humans on this rock floating around in space. And it's just, Mm -hmm. like, when I realize that and just have that moment of, every the things that I'm upset about are so trivial 
in the great aspect of life and what is life, you know, and it's just so tiny and I'm just like, okay, it's all right. It's okay. And then I like, can just kind of like reprioritize what I do. And like, I love music, honestly, like if I'm raging, like some, like I deal with more like anger problems than necessarily being depressed all the time. Like I have my moments, but it's like when I have those like mood swings or I get upset or whatever, I just, I go into some music and I just jam out and I just zone out and I, either work on like if I'm at work I'll just focus put my earbuds in and work and do my thing or I'll go to the gym and I'll just go ham on some deadlifts or I'll sprint I love uphill sprints like I'll do it like the highest incline I can and just run as fast as I can for like 30 seconds and just get all of that out whatever worries I'm having if I'm having anxiety and it's like, I'm a very physical person. So it's like, I either have to listen to some really loud music and just jam out to where I can't even think <laughs> or just physically get those emotions out by sprinting or lifting and just physically exhausting myself. So I'm like, whew, I'm good. <laughs> That's you'll, enjoy you'll, you'll enjoy the West Coast because uh, I'm from Michigan. I'm originally from Michigan. And so coming from the if you like sprints and you like uphill, like these these mountains they got out here, mm-hmm. like I just hike Calabac one of the most exhilarating feelings to like not only go up there but like uh but just the process of getting up there as far as like that internal drive like that's i definitely can relate to that as far as uh what you're referencing and just having that just trip on your shoulder and just kind of like aggression mm-hmm. that you need to, you just try to channel like, i can definitely uh definitely relate to that for sure yeah that's that's one thing that i'm really kind of like growing up it was it got me in trouble my aggression because like i don't it's like when it comes from within you, you don't necessarily see how it reflects to other people. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I, I never really realized how that came off. So I really had to temper that as I got older. But then that aggression and that assertiveness and how I can channel that really helped me when I faced adversity. And because like, mm-hmm. honestly, like it might not be the most becoming, but I can talk shit like the rest of them. And so when a guy comes in, he gives me some shit. I literally let it roll off my back and I say something just as crass. And they just kind of, if they've never met me before, they'll just kind of look at me and be like, what? And they'll either like get with the program or they'll like walk away. And it's like, I just kind of, I can set those boundaries. You've had that like experience like within the shop? Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Like, uh, yeah, for sure. You, you care to you care to give some scenarios? Oh yeah, I'd love to. So, um, actually, the first, I was like, oh, I want to talk about it, but I'll wait. <laughs> but like the uh, yeah, I was kind of you were like we we're like working to it, but if if you if, as long as you want to, hey, why not? Let's do it. That's oh, what yeah. it's about. So the uh, it gets like get your tea out and start sipping. It's about to be spilled, you know. But <laughs> it's like the first job I ever worked at, like. I was hired in as a loop tech, right? Started from the bottom, hired in. I was so excited. I just got my tools. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm about to do this shit. I get in there and I start training. Everything's going good. It's a little smaller mom and pop shop. All of a sudden I start meeting my service manager. I never met him before in my life. You know, he was not hired in. He was, or he wasn't the one that hired me in. I never like saw him in any interviews. And all of a sudden he's telling me, I need to be up at the desk with him. And I'm like, that's not what I was hired in for. And he's like, well, and he starts going on this spiel about how his good Southern mama wouldn't approve of me working on cars, how he's a selfish man that feels that men belong in the shop, not me. 
and how he's like you might have been hired in as a lube tech but they have different plans for you blah 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 yeah i'm like more like you but okay and like what really got me and what was really insulting was like where he was like telling me i'll help you get a new job like you're really smart and all this and then like one of the lube techs interrupted us and something and he's like, fucking idiot. He's like, I swear to God, these loop techs are fucking retarded. Oh, sorry. I'm not, I don't know if I cuss too much, but, <laughs> and he's like ca- talking about how dumb these loop techs are while telling me how smart I am. But because I don't have a wiener swinging between my legs, I'm not allowed to work with oil in his eyes. And I'm like, how freaking dumb? Like, just, th- it was like how, just his character in that moment and what I saw of his character was just like, ugh, I just, like, uh-uh. so I started looking for a new shop, found a different shop. And then I tried working there for a little bit, but I just, again, just faced like one of the guys that I worked with. He was cool at first. And like, he was telling me that, oh, oh, he heard rumors that some of the guys in the shop thought we were doing stuff. And I was like, we're not like, I, I made it a a rule that I would never date a guy that I worked with in a shop because I didn't want to be seen as a shop bunny. I didn't, I wanted to be taken serious, just like one of the other guys. And so I was like, well, we're not. And I was like, well, fuck with the text thing. You know, the only people that manage that matter are my service managers. So he keeps coming to me for a few weeks, telling me all this stuff and it keeps getting worse and worse. But I'm like, you know, screw it. I don't care what the text think, blah, blah, blah. Until one day he tries to say that the service managers now think that we're dating and doing dirty stuff. And I was like, no, no. So I like get pissed and I immediately go to the service manager's office and I'm just like, I don't know what y'all heard, but I've been hearing that there are rumors. I said, I don't care. I don't care at the text thing. I just want to make sure that you guys understand that I'm here for business. I'm here to learn. I'm here to make a career for myself and I'm not doing anything like that. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. Had no idea of it. Right. So then I go out. Finally, I find out that the whole time that this guy's telling me what the techs think, it's because he's telling them that we're doing stuff. And he, like, created this entire situation and came to me. And all I had to say, like, I walked out of my bay because, like, there was a lot of bays. And so it's almost like a bunch of offices. So I just step out of my bay and I, like, call his name. He steps out of his bay. And all I said to him, I was just like, I don't like liars. And he goes, why does it go? And I was like, that's, you can't even, like, you have no poker face at all. That was so easy to know that you did that. Because he immediately knew what I was talking about. So I was like, mm-hmm, whatever. So <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I, no, this isn't, this is a no-go. But he never, I never, like, pressed, like, uh, him to get in trouble or nothing just because he didn't. He pretty much learned his lesson from there. But I understood. He was just trolling, trying to impress the guys. Like, it's just always that one that, like, ruins it. Like, he didn't, like, mean it. Like, I don't know, you, you obviously you know better than me, but what it sounds like just being a guy, he just, he was, there's always that one guy that trolls and, oh, yeah, man, we, we did this, or I'm going to do that, or do like, oh, she's a girl, like, it's like, bro, come on, bro, like, you don't have to front, like, come on, like, because guys are always like, yo, you talking to him, you talking to him, mm-hmm. like, what, 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 it was like that, is that, like, accurate at all? yeah that's it's like I talked to some of the other guys in the shop later because I was like can you believe that and then they were just laughing at me and they're like we knew he was lying this was all in his head we're like we thought he was the idiot we kept calling him out saying there's no fucking way y'all are doing that just no way no way so he just looked like such an ass and I was like yep that's for sure and that's good that's I'm like like well not good but what I'm, what I'm trying to say is uh 
it's, it's great you caught on with that because there's a lot of situations like that where it's like that one person where it's something like super like quote unquote how you ever look at it like perspective is perspective but there's a lot of people a lot of females that have been in that scenario and it's like ruined their life it's like it's like they didn't they didn't know how to come back from that like oh the kids guy said this but just having the balls and the, the confidence will be like yo like speaking up for yourself period like yo that's not what we're doing like a lot of a lot of a lot of females let that roll under the rug and just having like you don't have to be a, a, like confidence is not like you don't have to be an asshole like it's more so just again speaking up for yourself when needed to be so you just having that like it's something like that's like one of the key specific components of like what's what's needed because there's so many things that go shop under the rug or oh, it gets blown like blown out of proportion or is that one guy that they don't under like they don't have context on like that scenario and, and kind of like they they quit they quit out of the industry and you know oh i'm not gonna do that and you know like like uh, serena said serena said that there's only like a small percentage of females it's growing but there's only a small percentage of pe- females that either enter the to automotive industry or go to school for it and like out of 10, two of them survive. Most of them end up quitting because of something or in relation to something like that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like one of the dealerships I almost started working at, like they it was offering me more money than the dealership I work at now, which I'm really glad I work at the one that I do now. It's so much better. But before I made my decision, there was a man that I trusted and I've known him for a long time. And he knows a lot of the dealerships in the area. And he pulled me aside when he heard I was talking about this dealership. And he's like, I need to talk to you. I was like, okay. And he brings me in. He's like, I don't think you're this kind of girl, but just know that if you choose to work there, they are notorious for only like, um, what's the word? Promoting the young women that get hired in there. If you date the service advisors and he looked at me right in the eyes and he's like, and by date, honey, I mean, consummate those dates. And I was like, ugh, no, no, no. And I'm like, there's no, like, I was like, he's not one to lie. And so I was like, yeah, definitely not. I'm not, I'm not working there. No, thank you. And so like, I called him up and I was like, nope, I'm not going to work there. Even though they offered me more money than the dealership that I ended up going to instead, like, there's no fucking way. I'm not going to waste all this time, be disrespected and be treated like a piece of meat. You know, I'm not, I should not have to trade my body. Like, it's one thing if you yourself as a woman want to promote your own body, you know, that's fine, whatever. But if I'm being forced to, that's that's not okay at all. Like I, that should not be the standard. I shouldn't have to utilize my body to market myself in order to get it in this industry. That's, you know, and that's one of the reasons why, like, I just, I don't, I try not to mix, like purposely mix any beauty or like sexualization of myself with my car pictures personally, just because I want to try and show girls like you can do this and you don't have to do it you know if you want to that's your choice that's fine you know but you don't have to and it's not a standard it's an option it's it's like it's obviously that's like 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 be like i don't want like it's a like everything has like it's hard times but like especially as a female it's and then with with males in this world it's it's a it's it's a, a very i'll say a very accessible option as a female like yes like yes, you're you're pretty. Yes, you're you're gorgeous. Yes, yes, like you're cute or whatever. Like especially like with, with guys. Like, but like to know that you have an option. I'm so glad you said that because that is a whole. Oh my god! Like I like again. I like to make a disclaimer. I love females. Oh cool, that's an awesome picture. But like 
you don't have to just do that. We live in 2019 and like there's an abundance of opportunities and things that you can, can do just due to like how the country's shaped up and laws and all that stuff. That's not the only option anymore. And that's essentially what we need to make loud. Nothing wrong with females that want to go ahead and show their body. Uh, you know, they want to do that. Uh, obviously you need to be able to take those consequences that come with it or, mm-hmm. you know, just know that there's, there's, there's some dogs out there that don't have any home training. That's just the reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the end of the day, um, that's not the only option. That sure. couldn't have said it any better. Like, and shout out to uh, shout out to the guys before you go on. Shout out to the guys that you know they were looking out for you. And that, again, that that right there is like I want to put that on the you know put that out there because you know oh all guys are this da, da 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 like number one I'm doing this and I'm helping you know pioneer this thing. Number two, just the like it's, I had a story in my head like literally like a visual of these guys that are looking out for you as you go along through your journey. Like the one guy that was like, Hey, like, I know that you're going, like, I know what you want. I don't, don't think you're that type of girl, but Hey, you just need to look out for prepare mm-hmm. or, you know, the, uh, the one you told me before, like those, that those exist, you know, they just go on, they just go on sung or people overlook that. So shout out to them. Oh, for sure. There's, there's so many great guys out there. They're not all bad, you know, but yeah, um, exactly. A piece of advice that helped me, <laughs> my boyfriend's funny, a piece of advice for any females out there that uh, don't know how to draw that line, they don't know how to draw that boundary. When I was in high school, mm-hmm. I contemplated going into the Marine Corps. And, you know, I'm not saying this to be, get you know, to get into the story, but, and maybe again, some females will identify with this, but I was assaulted as a teenager. And so going into the military, there was a documentary that came up in my search engine when I was researching into the do- into the military and what would be encompassed in joining it. And it was just talking about the invisible war and just talking about mm-hmm. sexual assault in the military and some of the struggles in actually getting reparations and getting um, what's the term like justice for what was wrong to you because military court is different. And so that kind of worried me and I was talking to her about it and she brought up, she's like, well, you know, honestly, she's like, if you want to make sure that men will respect you, she's like, you got to have a boundary. She's like, you can't be flirty and cutesy and do all this and then expect for dogs to leave you alone. She's like, literally like the, that's going to be like the title, bro. Oh, wait, say that again. Hold on, I got to write that down. Say it again. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't she was like, you can't fudge. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> But you, know, you can't expect dogs to leave you alone if you're going to put yourself out there like that and that you got to own whatever boundary you have because men and well, I don't, you know, I, I'm trying to stop using genders because really any personality trait can be applied to any gender, but you know, people will test your boundaries. And if you're trying to make sure that like me, I always want to make sure that the guys I work with or what I do surrounded by cars, I'm respected for the work I do, not the way I look doing it. You know, that's my personal thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you got to make that boundary and you can't mix it and then expect to be treated a certain way. Because once you start mixing those things in, like you said, there's some, you know, dogs that are not tra- house trained yet. And it doesn't make it right. But at the same time, you can't go covered in blood and walk into the lion's den and be mad when it comes sniffing down your trail, you know? It's <laughs> <laughs> gotta be careful. 100%. 100%. Uh, well, the close out, like I said, I know, I know you're on the time crunch. Um, but um, 
Yeah, is there is there anything that you wanna before I wrap up? Is there anything that you want like that's been on your mind or you want to like kind of say to to those maybe listening or something you just want to get off your chest? Anything specific uh, that you wanted to talk about before we uh, we close? Um, I guess all I'd say is that for any of the girls out there or anybody period that's listening to this, and if you're going through a hard time or if you're having difficulty anywhere trying to get to where you want to go, either leave and have the self-respect and the dignity to know that you can find what you're looking for elsewhere or stand up for yourself and do everything you can to make sure, you know, control what you can control and that's yourself and always worry mm-hmm. about you. And if you're in a place where you can't control it and you're being treated a certain way and there's no future for you, keep it trucking and just have the confidence in yourself to know that you will find a place just like I found a place. You know, I found a dealership that completely respects me and now I have wonderful opportunities and I'm on track to be a Honda, a Honda master technician in a year. So it, it gets better. Uh, yeah. You just got to keep moving and just, like the in the meet the Robinsons, you know, just keep moving. So I love it. I love it. Well, I appreciate you for jumping on here. I definitely already have it in my head. Like if there's anything that you want to uh, touch on, or like I said, I'm always looking for help for those to help, help uh, host some of the podcasts or if anyone, any ladies have any ideas, uh, you have the anchor app and then you can download, you could like record something and then you could send it to me over like a Dropbox or something like that. And then I'll approve it. Um, but it's all, it's a group effort. Like I said, it's not just a one part thing. Like I started it, but again, this is like a, it's, I, I have so much help and, and so many people that help in the industry. So if there's anything ever on your mind or definitely, I already see you definitely can uh, help or, you know, jump back on. Cause you're definitely going to touch a lot of people just with your, simply just having assertiveness like I, obviously i don't like to put people on pedestals but just more or so commend people doing what most people aren't willing to do so you doing that and just having that mindset and out of the things that you said like it's it's definitely gonna go ahead and influence some people so appreciate you a million yeah, thanks for letting me come on here so thank you not a problem and so if you guys if you guys enjoy the episode i say it every time uh, don't be selfish. Don't just share with yourself. Share with somebody you feel like can help, you know, alter their perspective or, you know, they might not have a perspective and they feel lost or, you know, they a guy that might have, you know, uh, one perception of, you know, a female or they could have another uh, with the arsenal and over almost 100 uh, perspectives that we've had jump on the show. And so lastly, MissManning.com is open and available. You guys have been asking. We've open the store early due to high demand everybody's been asking so you guys want to support if you're a listener no one else has access to this uh 15 discount of a 40 dollars purchase or more uh using the discount code loyal listener one word and that right there's for you it's not promoted on any other social you have to listen at the beginning end of these episodes and that right there is for you and Everything that that's given us, it's going to help promote the female perspective because in 2019, the world will know Miss Manuel. So, Kirsten, have a sensational time at go karts. Hell yeah! Beat well, I will. I got it. <laughs> Thank you.